standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus, episode 419, coming to you on 519. Yes, that's May the 19th, 419, the number of episodes. Today, we're going to do a five for Friday, and it's five for Liberty, I guess. And uh, before we get there, let me remind you that you can help me help you. That's right. We got to get the word out. We got to build our brand, build our message and convince people that liberty is obtainable. Liberty is worth fighting for. And the way you can do that is like, share and subscribe this show. And we do it every day right here in Collin County, Texas, City of McKinney. We're fighting the good fight. We're trying desperately to push back at the the very people that, quite frankly, have ruined many other states. They're here, they're now, and they are trying to turn this into the hodgepodge of everything else. I'm not going to stand for it. How about you? All right. So let's get to it. And before I do, let me remind you that if you're feeling particularly motivated to help me out, you can rate and review this show. 419 episodes in. Let's make it worth your while. All right. The five for Friday. Okay. Number one, New Hampshire. Yes. New Hampshire. It is the state nestled in between New York state, Massachusetts, Vermont, and Maine. Let's not forget that we also have Connecticut and Rhode Island up there as well. That is New England is the very definition of the New England (laughs) uh, lifestyle, right? You've got ocean, you've got mountains, you've got four seasons, count them, four seasons. That's right. And winter is particularly long and egregious, but hey, you can tough it out. It is the most pro-liberty state there is right now. They're leading the way. Those folks over at New Hampshire are doing their good work. That's right. The Free State Project has been at it for a good number of years, and they are making headway. They are forcing Democrats to agree with them on the things that Democrats say they want, and they're pushing the Republicans more and more liberty-oriented every election cycle. Now, it is interesting to see how this is going to play out, but I am positive. So if Texas should fall, God forbid, (laughs) that is one of the places you could go where there is still a fight to be had. And uh, honestly, they're winning. Now, if libertarian is not exactly your stripe, I understand. But the benefit of dealing with a quote unquote libertarian government is they don't tell you how to live your life no matter what. Let's keep that in mind. All right. I really don't have a lot more to add. I mean, New Hampshire is where it's at. If you are anywhere on the East Coast or north of Virginia and Virginia is basically lost moment of silence for Virginia home of Richard Henry Lee, Robert E. Lee, George Washington, hmm. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, George Mason. It's just terrible what they've done to Virginia. But in any case, moving on. All right, here we go. Number two, Wyoming. Yes, Wyoming, who has a slightly larger population than the corresponding Vermont, is also like five times the size. It is mountainous, it's prairie, it's cold, and it's windy. But 
If you like mountains and you like hot springs, you might just find something nice in Wyoming for you. There's oil, there's gas, there's wind power. There's even a couple nice rivers in there. But it is out in the uh, inner west area there. And uh, it's hard country. It's for cowboys. It's for ranchers. You know, giddy up, if you will. I got to tell you, I really like it out there. Only driven through it once. But if that's uh, something that, you know, God forbid Texas falls, that is another option. Yeah, this five for Friday is all about where can you go if Texas falls. Uh, Sad, but it's a possibility because our own people are selling us out like there's no tomorrow. All right. I guess... Don't have much more to add about Wyoming, only it's the Cowboy State, <laughs> even though they don't host the Cowboys. Of course, if Texas falls, you never know. <laughs> uh, the owner might relocate them there. <laughs> oh, just a silly story. Just a silly story. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. All right. So now that we've uh, touched base on Wyoming, because there's really, honestly, not a whole lot more to say, and maybe just maybe we can scare the... Uh, Californians back to California because I think they're already uh, developing Jackson Hole, uh, but most of them are going up to Wyoming, and, or I'm sorry, not going to Wyoming, but are going to Montana. And uh, that actually is probably the next, no, I'm going to save it. Montana is not quite next. We're going to go over to Idaho. Yes, that's right. Idaho. <sighs> I got to say, I, I was a little shocked. My uncle lives out in that state, and he tells me that it is more temperate in the Snake River Valley than it is in Milwaukee, my birthplace. That's pretty weird, uh, but the River Valley, it, they basically have an inland port there. It's over on, uh, I think, where the Black River crosses the state line. Um, doggone it. State of Washington. College town. Oh, whatever. I'll get back to it. <laughs> See, this is what happens if you don't take good notes, right? Um, but Idaho, I mean, look, it's so good there that people are wanting to merge part of Oregon to it because Oregon apparently doesn't know how to take care of its people. <laughs> oh, so, and it wouldn't surprise me if at some point the uh, western part of Oklahoma, uh, western part of <laughs> Oregon joins with, the, I'm sorry, yes, the western part of Idaho joins in with the eastern portion of Oregon. Who knows? Or you could look at the eastern part of Washington and the eastern part of Oregon joining together. Or they could all three converge into one big entity. That'd be quite interesting now, wouldn't it? Uh, But the, uh, the idea that Idaho is a standalone, man, it's a gem state. It's got mountains. It's got rivers. It's got a beautiful river valley. It's got Boise, big city, for better or for worse. There's about 1.2 million people in that state right now, and they got uh, a pretty hefty uh, following out of the Mormons there. And, uh, hey, it's a tough state. Again, kind of a lot of cowboyish. It's kind of like the northern... Uh, the northern version of Texas, right? <laughs> Again, if we're going to talk about places that you need to go, if Texas falls, God forbid, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better place than Idaho. And while we're at it, Wyoming is right there too. And, oh, wait, yes, that's right. The next state in this trifecta would be Montana. Unfortunately for Montana, I think they're sitting at about a million five, 
And they are getting a massive influx of those Californians that are, quote, fleeing California, but they're coming there and wrecking the very thing they're going to. Yes, for those of you that are not familiar with it, see Colorado, see Austin. Now, there are plenty of normal Californians that are getting pressed out because, quite frankly, they don't even recognize their home state anymore. And some of them are quite normal and quite uh, conservative. Unfortunately, the people that are coming are full of money and bad attitudes because they know everything and they're impressing upon you. But Montana still seems to be holding the line. They still have some of those uh, unicorns, conservative Democrats out there, apparently. And, uh, you know, much like Texas, they're cowboy country and it's for the tougher grain of people. Hmm? And, you know, that, that kind of rounds out our trifecta there in the inter-Northwest so if, God forbid, Texas falls, you got your choice. You got Montana, Idaho, or Montana. They all have mountains. They all have rivers. They have prairie land. It is the northern version of Texas out there. And as a special bonus, when we get there, we could chase off the Californians. <laughs> and we should be grateful that the people in Chicago have not found that yet. They've only ruined northern uh, Michigan and northern Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> I shouldn't be so mean, but I can't help myself. When you when you talk about areas that, you know, you hope are still there and they're they're the uh, last vestiges of what made America great. Hmm? You're hard pressed once you look past Texas, but that brings you to the final state, number 5, Oklahoma. That's right. There are plenty of jokes here about sending all the Aggies to Oklahoma and raising the IQ average for both states. I don't know if that's true or not, but I can tell you I did spend some time up in Tulsa last year. And it's a beautiful country out there, and they got oil, they got gas, they got some nice rivers, a lot less people, and they have the, I guess, the western edge of the Washita Mountains over there. Beautiful country. I mean... It's a whole lot cheaper than living in Arkansas or Missouri in many cases. Um, unfortunately, for us gringos here, uh, about a half of that state is now under control of the Indian territorial government. Thanks to a wise decision on the part of SCOTUS, they uh, recognize that treaties actually do still exist and we have to honor them. Now, that does throw things in a bit of an odd situation for state governments, but really and truly, should have thought about that sooner. If you look at Oklahoma, everything that Texas aspires to do, Oklahoma's already done. Now, it might have to do with the fact that there's a whole lot less Californians there and Yankees. I'm just guessing. Just guessing. But they're run by a bunch of uh, conservative, Republican, liberty lovers there. Uh, do they everything right? No, of course not. But, I mean, if Texas falls, <laughs> you got Oklahoma directly to the north of you. I can be there in less than an hour. Not sure where I would go. But, hey, there's plenty of beautiful areas, including that uh, Big Bend area. Hmm. You got quasi-mountains, forests, water. What's there more to love? I mean, it's like being in northern Wisconsin, only it's 100 out. <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, um, if Texas were to uh, not fall and actually successfully get its independence... Uh, I would strongly encourage us Texians to bring in Oklahoma. It only helps both states long term. I know some people will want to hear it, but it's the God's honest truth. 
If you need something done, Oklahoma gets it done. They get it done quickly. They don't play along. They just get it done. Meanwhile, now that I've hit my five, right? So you got New Hampshire for those of you that are stuck over on the East Coast. You've got the uh, trifecta of Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho for basically anywhere. If if Texas falls, that's about all there's left. I mean, I guess you could make an argument for Tennessee. We could maybe add in Tennessee slash Kentucky, right? Maybe. The the uh, Appalachian Redoubt over there. <laughs> I mean, again, this is a worst case scenario. Texas fell. Where are you going to go? I, I think uh, most of East Texas would feel right at home in Tennessee and Kentucky, except for maybe a few feuding families. They might. <laughs> I shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't. No, but you know, it's it's fun. It's all in good fun. If you can't laugh a little bit, you can't have a little fun. I mean, we are living in desperate times here. Our own government is selling us out. Uh, our state government seems very reluctant to actually um, do its job. So we've got to look at uh, worst case scenarios here. And worst case scenarios, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to do worse than the uh, Kentucky uh, Tennessee corridor there. All right. So be that as it may, I've hit my I've hit my Friday five or five for Friday, if you will. Uh, Liberty lovers, uh, <laughs> where, where can you go if Texas falls? But in the remaining uh, five or six minutes here, let me just say, Texas isn't going to fall, not without a long, drawn-out, hard fight. I am confident that we're going to hold the line. I am confident we're going to push back. I am confident that all is not lost. How do I know that? Because, by and large, the people that came here, believe that they can make a difference. They believe that all is not lost. They believe there are things worth fighting for. I think they just needed to be shown that the battle is already here. I've talked about many, many times how Texas in many ways is the promised land. It's where you go if you want to get a better location, a better place, a new life. You fled the Midwest where uh, bad policies have destroyed the economies there. You, You came to Texas because you knew it was better. And it is. But unfortunately, the very same people that came here fleeing the place they left brought a lot of their bad habits, a lot of their bad attitudes, and quite frankly, bad policies along with them. And it's shameful. and It's sad. They didn't learn from their mistake. If it screwed up Illinois, Chicago, then why would you think it would work here? If it screwed up New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, why would you think it would work here? If you're fleeing California, why in the world would you bring your California nonsense with you here? But yet, that's what people do all the time. There's a reason why they're called Yankees. There's a reason why they're called damn Yankees, because they come here and they do no good at all. As a matter of fact, those same people are the ones that are causing problems with our very own border problem. They're the ones crying and whining about how we need to leave it open. But why? To what avail? To what positive outcome did you think you were going to get out of this i'm here to tell you there really isn't one it's not a good idea hey look i got nothing but good experiences with working with uh, other folks from latin america but do you really think that the uh, few hundred thousand maybe that come per year and don't quite assimilate the first generation but kind of sort of do by the second and third generation do you think they're going to really appreciate having a million 
the two million of them show up that don't bother, don't care, and quite frankly, have zero interest of becoming a part of the Texas culture? You might be surprised. But Yankees, you know, they don't see that. They don't get that. They don't care. They're concerned about themselves. The me, myself, and I problem. Well, Texas actually does have a community. The pre-existing community of Texians and Tejanos. They came together. They created a state. They created a unique culture. And they were very proud of it. And they, quite frankly, stood up really well against the masses. And there's been far less decay here of the constitutional republic than there was prior to the advent of Yankee invasion. (laughs) But I'm here. I, I fled the Midwest. And I left my Midwest roots at home. I must admit I was pleased to find that they had Kringle down here and very enthusiastic when the um, confection known as frozen custard made it here. But other than that, I'm quite content. My last vestige of my home state is I still root for the Packers, but I'm sure they've now gone into the uh, afterlife now that that Aaron's gone. Of course, I didn't think they were going to... Well, I actually I was quite confident when Brett retired that Aaron would do a good job. But be that as it may, Texas is where it's at. Texas is where I chose to make my stand. And those of you that are here, whether by birth or by volunteer, we've got to do our job. We've got to hold the line. I rattled off five states that we can go to. I threw in two extras as a, well, maybe. And those well maybes probably are Still better in New Hampshire for those of you from the South. But if you're from the South, you probably aren't going to be much in love with the northern half of Idaho, most of Montana or Wyoming for that matter either. So that's probably your best option. But when you get down to it, if Texas falls, there's a whole lot of other bad things that are going to happen. So we've got to hold the line. We've got to do what matters. We've got to fight the good fight. We've got to push back. You got to take the stand. That's what I do. That's what I want you to do. And one little tiny thing you can do. You knew it was coming, right? The one little tiny thing you can do is go join my little social media group. According to Callis on. That's on me. It's on uh, Facebook, right? I don't even quite know what to do with Gab yet. But I can tell you, this is uh, episode three of my experiment with just promoting it on Gab to see just how many more downloads I get or don't get. So help me out here. Subscribe to the show. At some point, maybe at some point, we'll add something to make it worth a subscription. But we're not there yet, folks. We're not there. We're still building it out. We're trying to make something happen here. We're trying to change the outcome of Maybe local elections, certainly local attitudes. My own home city here, when I got here, I had about 50,000 people. I came on the beginning of a wave. It was roughly a 30,000 person town with the next town over maybe 15,000. Now both are well over 200,000 each. There's well over a million people in Cowan County. And I can assure you, that that's kind of dicey because there's a whole lot of Yankees and they brought their Yankiness with them. And yeah, that is a pejorative. Yeah. When you're in Texas, uh, 
We don't like it. We don't like Yankees. And I say that as a reformed Yankee. I came to Texas to become a Texan. I'm a volunteer. At some day that metaphorical Alamo might be in front of me. And I don't uh, plan on going down without a fight. I don't plan on uh, (laughs) meeting the same fate. But I don't know what my future holds. And I'll go home when the good Lord calls me. But I don't plan on tempting fate before then. So on this Five for Friday, let me remind you. Texas Falls. We got five states. Maybe two extras that maybe we can go to and feel at home and still be able to do something. But without Texas, there is no United States. That's why they say they're all against Texas. But what they fail to remember is where Texas goes, some others will follow because we can't save the rest of the country. We're looking at an amputation level event here. I would love to just be able to amputate California, Washington, Oregon. We could save the whole country if we just jettisoned those. But people aren't willing to do it. They, they don't They don't have the stomach to do what needs to be done. And I don't blame them. I don't think a doctor wants to willingly amputate somebody's leg or an arm. But that's what we're dealing with. There may not be any coming back. And with that, that was the five for Friday. And I will see you on the other side.